Welcome to the Synth and Electronic Music Show brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable. My name's Peter Coit and... And my name's Clive, Clive Walpole. <laughs> Hi Clive, Clive Walpole. Hello there, <laughs> nice to meet you Peter. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're back after an eventful, eventful few weeks. Yeah, yeah, we've had a, a first live uh, meet-up session, which yeah. is really good. Synth and Electronic Meet-up Session, SEMS. Yeah. Yep. But we, which we were actually planning before we started the radio show and then lockdown came and this happened and yeah so we're, we've reached it eventually yeah, it's nice as well wasn't it really enjoyed that yeah that's yeah. great it's great, great to, to meet everyone and yeah so we've got the next one on Friday June the 10th it's going to be second Friday of every month from there on yeah currently at the um, function room at the Whitstable Labour Club yeah getting ready for the next one yeah and uh, we had some brilliant performances that we're going to play tonight. But before that, we need to have a tribute to a great Vangelis who, who died last yeah, week. Yeah, it was just shock, that. Well, he's been a massive influence on the whole synth scene, and, and everyone wants to have the, the Blade Runner brass sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a great composer, film composer, so he composer and, um, and yeah. performer. And he brought sort of the avant-garde and the experimental into the yeah. mainstream. Well, that's the thing. He, he was mainstream as well. He was popular mainstream. Everybody, you know, loves... Um, uh, Chariots of Fire. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was, that's, a, that's a big one that everybody sort of probably in mainstream, you know, remembers. But yeah. um, Chariots yeah. of Fire, and that, especially that start to that, that dun, 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 that's really yeah. effective. Epic. epic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, doesn't, he manages the epic themes, doesn't he? Yes, he does. So we're going to... Play. It's one of my favourite albums, actually. Mine too. China. Mm. I think it's the first one I ever listened to. Yeah. And uh, that, I think I bought it at the same time I bought Japan album, uh, Japan's um, Tin Drum album, and uh, I was trying to emulate the synth sounds mm. for both of those albums. Mm. So this is a uh, Chung Kuo from Bangalore's album China.
sort of trademark CSAT yeah. brass sounds and yeah. uh, they're using Blade Runner and that and, and that piece, can't you? Oh no, it's an amazing piece and uh, yeah, it's lovely. Uh, his music is his, uh, you know, a legacy really, isn't it? For yeah, yeah. Greatness, yeah. He famously sort of played everything live, didn't he? And, um, and did lots of takes. Oh, I and didn't know that. Improvised lots and, yeah. and, and sort of glued things together with the tapes. Is quite yeah. Uh, so he had his sort of special setup there where he just could improvise and just uh, access everything all at once. So really, it's part sort of tape manipulation, so wasn't it? You know, if he did yeah. sort of thing, cutting up tape and mm. well, I presume he used the uh, normal sort of computer computerized methods. Later oh on, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, he liked to get the he liked to get the spontaneous spontaneity mm. in his work. Mm. Which you can see with it, you can feel it with the emotion, can't you? Oh, you can, yeah, yeah. Well, we've got all his work to enjoy. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a great thing, isn't mm. it? We've got that, that's still there, yeah. So, um, back to our synth and electronic meetup. We've got recordings that we're going to play tonight, uh, from each, each person, yeah. And starting off with one of yours, Clive. Yeah, this is just a little thing I did, uh, with uh, I've got a couple of um Vulcan modulars, and I thought, oh, go, go battery. And uh, <laughs> yeah. and um, also, uh, just you know, I'd been it got really this thing really got me into using a particular synth, you know, choosing and forces you, you know. To, to, so I really got to know them uh, and worked with them for quite a long time. Mm. Um, working together, they work, you know, it's nice using two because you've got that extra little element there with, of uh, an extra oscillator and things like that. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, just saw, saw what what came out, and uh, I wish, you know, as I say, this is a short piece. I'm, I'm planning to do a longer longer version of this on, on another um, meetup, but uh, yeah, quite pleased with the way this came out, and a uh, little bouncy piece, bit of bit of, as I said, uh, east coast uh, west coast meets um, country and western. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, this is Clive's uh, improvisational piece from our um, inaugural Sems Night. Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, I'd yeah. say could have could have played a bit longer, but yeah, that's that's but, yeah, it just what happens here. <laughs> <laughs> I was lost in the moment there. Yeah, it's brilliant. Mm. It's, I mean, it's good that you chose that, like uh, a simple setup just to start off with. Yeah, just the two two um, vocal modulars, Volker, Volker, yeah, vocal modulars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice, nice sort of nice reverb to that as well, isn't there? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Well, actually, the reverb was off of the. Um, I didn't use the spring reverb on the Volkers. I used the um, the NTS one, right? Which oh, got great. a nice uh, space echo, yeah, on it. Um, which really that sort of music, you know, the West Coast sort of heavily de- depends on that sort mm. of that that sort of very wide spacey reverb. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's a great way to start the evening. Yeah, <laughs> it kicked us off, didn't it? It did. It did. <laughs> and. Uh, Next, we had um, local synth enthusiast, <laughs> Seb- Sebastian Smith, who yeah. he goes under the name of Septic Smile. He's, he's, yeah. he's got a, his own YouTube channel. He goes out on the field and does jams in all sorts of places. Yeah, yeah, I love his uh, stuff he did out uh, up, up in Bleen, I think. He did some stuff, uh, yeah. outdoor stuff, a year or so back. But he brought along um, a Volker bass and the fantastic Soma Lyra Eight, which is, I don't know if they probably don't know, but it's um, it's like an eight-voice drone machine, which is mm. got, you can tune. You can't play it like a like a keyboard or anything. It's got like eight like little touch contacts. Controls, yeah. It? Contacts, yeah. So two little metal strips. When you touch them with your fingers, it creates a contact, and it's got the amazing effects like a like a multi-tap delay and distortion. Yeah, highly experimental sort of like a little sound lab. Really. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he um, yeah. Started off a little jam with mm. with using that. We're starting off with the with the Volker bass mm. and brought in the the Lyra eight and this is his piece for the night.
Oh, brilliant. Yeah, that had sort of like a, a, an electronic Mazowski vibe to it, I kept thinking of, you know, that sort of marching yeah. theme, you know? Yeah, like that. Yeah, it, yeah. Mm, really slightly, nice. slightly Baroque as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but... And and uh, sort of like a bit of a soundtrack vibe, I'd say as well. Mm. Like, mm, really, can easily be a sort of um, a John Carpenter type. Yeah, thing, yes, it could. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very nice. That was excellent. Yeah, very nice piece. Look forward to see Seb's Seb on the um, next one. See yeah, what he brings down. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. So uh, it was my turn next, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Well, indeed. <laughs> yes. And uh, I managed to get together this small. Um, Eurorack set up. Yeah, I was trying. My idea was I was trying to incorporate field recordings into um, into modular, and see how that happens. So I was using the black box, ten ten black box, and putting the field recordings, using that, uh, playing them through there, putting them through the system, uh, manipulating them through. So the, you you can process things through the black box. You can do, yeah. No, I didn't know that. You can. It's got filters and uh, stuff, but I was putting it. I was using the filter on there, but I was yeah. using. Um, I was putting it into the Eurorack. And putting it through the beads and granulizing it through that. Oh. I kind of yeah. I've, I've used my Atlantis Intelligent Atlantis, which is like an SH one hundred and one type mm. Eurorack piece, yeah. and a few other bits and pieces. End up getting the groove together as well. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> when it starts all coming together, doesn't it? it yeah, sort of starts working. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that really helped me form some ideas. Having this uh, deadline yeah. for, for the show. That's what you need, a target, well, don't you? Yeah. Not a show, is it, but just a yeah. a, a, joy, a sharing. A sharing, yeah. To me, that's been the purpose of it. Yeah. Forming some ideas and actually getting them done rather than they're just sort of disappearing. Well, that's the thing, you know, you sort of sit there and, as I said, you know, said the other day, walk sort of, of woolly stuff coming out and you're not sure where you're going with it. When yeah. you know you want to do something and, yeah. Yeah, and I'm very good at... Mm. I haven't getting commissions and deadlines doing, but as far as Eurorack and noodling, yeah, so, <laughs> you just, yeah, yeah, you go, you go on. Ends up as a therapy session, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this is my piece Ooh. from the night. I haven't got a name for it, but uh, here we go. Thank you. 
that was uh, fun. That was really good. Yeah, <laughs> and gave uh, gave me that, that feel of like tape manipulation almost. You know, with the way it was sort of. Well, the beads does that, and it's yeah. sort of like it's like a beads is like a um, six head tape recorder type structure. Yeah, and I was, and I was using I was using the um, the brains not the brains what's it called pressure points to um, I was using the pressure points on the echo phone. Oh for yeah, the uh, speed and, and uh, delay times and everything. Yeah. Which is quite handy, so get some improvisation on that. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to try using the uh, the zero control like that, cause mm. it, rather, rather than as, as a straightforward sequencer, but using it as a sort of a yeah a, a separate controller. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can change change parameters on other things we're using it. Can't it? Yeah. It's just it's all signals, isn't it? Just uh, yeah. Just voltage that's going out, so you can put it anywhere, can't yeah, you? Yeah. It's, it's just a great thing about it. Yeah. It's sort of getting that and still getting that sound of the sort of that the sort of pioneers got, mm. but but uh, with a with a more controllable way of doing it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I used really a, nice, I that. used some um, field recordings, like some uh, what do you call them? Um, hydrophone. Oh yeah. So there's my hydrophone recordings from the, from the coast here, and uh, also one of my favourite recordings. I really like listening to it. Is um, this Wall of Death? Recording with the binaural binaural mics, and we just stood at the top watching the big uh, motorbike spin around oh, the wall oh, yeah. of death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a brilliant sound, but I yeah. liked it a lot. I remember those at the Kurzel. I used to go and watch them at the Kurzel in Southend. Yeah, the Wall of Death. <laughs> this was at uh, Margate. This was, uh, yeah. but um, yeah. So, following my my little um, experiment, we had. Uh, Andrew Kesby, who's known as Sour Milk, he travelled down from London. Hmm. Um, so he's on Terry Lane's label, the uh, um, Umbrella Concrete. Umbrella Concrete. And he brought a lovely, uh, lovely Eurovac setup mm. down. He's got a fantastic case with all sorts of gems in it. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I was really inspired by what he what he did. Mm. It, is a real, it was a real oh, yeah. sort of Eurovac, classic yeah. Eurovac sort of uh, experimental performance. Yeah. It was very nice. So yeah. yeah, so this is his his performance, his improvisation for the night. Sour milk. Quatrième monte enfin, autre temps, les fragments datés de mon carnet. Ces voix enchaînent leur temps dans une seule et même phrase, tout en restant hétérogènes l'une à l'autre. Une des nombreuses difficultés, pour l'auditeur comme pour moi-même, consistera à discerner les lieux de passage ou d'entrelacement d'une voix dans l'autre. Des changements de ton, des variations de hauteur contribueront à les signaler, mais ce n'est pas sûr. Pour s'en assurer, mieux vaudrait alors tenir le texte imprimé sous les yeux. On m'aiderait ainsi à m'approcher de ce que je cherche sans doute, neutraliser cette profération-ci, la renvoyer au silence dans lequel j'avais cru, en écrivant, l'entendre résonner elle-même, ma voix en moi, comme la voix de l'autre. Comme tous ceux qui écrivent, je suppose, et durant le temps qu'ils écrivent, je prononce en moi chaque mot avant et après son inscription. En moi, c'est-à-dire à la fois en silence, à voix basse, et par simulation, à voix haute, d'une hauteur simplement contenue, 
qui se met ainsi à l'épreuve de cette improbable addiction, c'est surtout, non seulement mais surtout, le rythme et le souffle. Or, jamais autant que la première séquence que je vais maintenant tenter de Thank you.
Yeah, brilliant. No, I really like that. I wish I'd actually... Uh, I, I did actually get to speak to him, and I, I wish I had, and I had a look at his sort of setup as well. But it's really uh, amazing uh, um, rack there. Well, the um, the choice things I noticed were the uh, 4MS... It was a spherical wavetable navigator, which is um, oh. a fantastic sort of a six-voice sort of um, module, which you can... You can use it as chords, or uh, it does, it's got own LFOs in there where you can sort of do arpeggios, and and the, and the wavetable stuff is brilliant. You can you can record your own ones into it. Yeah. And also the uh, make noise morphogene, which is doing all the nice um, more field recording type stuff. That was device. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bar watching. Well, that's the thing when you listen to other things, and it does inspire you as well, doesn't it, to uh, exactly. try ideas out as well. Well, we were, we were um, pleased to have another local. Uh, a local uh, artist come along called uh, Mieko Shimitsu. She's worked with with all sorts of people with the with the Yellow Magic Orchestra yeah. and uh, Mick Khan in the past. She's recently well, she moved here a few years ago now, mm. and she brought along a, a new setup. Um, we had a few problems with the sounds, but so I didn't get, get didn't get a good recording. But I've got a piece from her from another performance she did at the Japan House in London. Mm a while back um, a piece called uh, Butterfly next song is called Butterfly
Thank you. Thank you. That was uh, Mia Sue from uh, another performance she did recently. But the, um, yeah, on, on, on our night, she did a fantastic piece with, uh, with looping vocals and yeah. playing flute as well over yeah. the top of electronics. And fantastic. What was that? The, I mean, I didn't really look closely at the big... I know she was using... Um, it was a big mixer on, on the back, which... Yeah. Uh, had a, had her keyboards and uh, yeah. loopers and pedals and yeah. microphones all put through. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope she comes back and does I do. another piece. Yeah, it'd be lovely. And uh, to end the evening, we had uh, our own very own coastal electronaut, Reese Norster. Yes, with our uh, our, our electronaut buddy. Yeah, he's a uh, he's he's a specialist in in sort of like uh, battery powered objects like mm. the. Um, yeah, it uses the little um, pocket operators. That's it. Pocket and, nice uh, controls it with the um... circuit. Yeah. Oh, so he circuit, uses sorry, circuit yeah. tracks, yeah. which he, he gets he gets so much out of. He's just yeah. he's getting very masterful at that. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he does the, he does little jams on the beach here as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. That's great stuff. So this is Reese's piece mm. from the night from the Sems Seminole Sems. <laughs>
Yeah, great developing piece there. That was the way you moved from sort of ambient to rhythmical and uh, that, that lovely ambient sound with the with the uh, kind of uh, uh, you know the echo yeah location yeah. thing in it as well. It's nice. And we've got to say they used they uses the Game Boy with a MS Twenty on, didn't they? Yeah, that was amazing. That little <laughs> tiny little controlling it with a, a, a little stylus it's, it's fantastic i think it's just like Sound. the fact you can put it in a little backpack and set up anywhere and have a little jam well that's the lovely thing about those things isn't it mm. that's what i like about battery i'm quite <laughs> yeah that's quite brilliant like. we'll have to do a meet up at the beach hut that'd be good a battery meet up battery meet up yeah, yeah. We'll do that. yeah yeah so that yeah that was the end of the evening but we we, we had to we had a sort of mass drone as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was really good fun. Yeah. And it was just great to see everyone. It was and, uh, fun. I really enjoyed that evening. It yeah. was fantastic. We'd been waiting for so long, and, and it would, and it really you know, paid off the weight, really. It was a really fantastic evening. Yeah, we're already thinking about ideas but for the next one. Absolutely, yeah. So we're going to have a few more other tracks for the uh, rest of the show. Yeah. We're starting off with a, a polypause piece from uh, his bongos. Yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, of of the of the sweet rot, and uh, I like this track. I know they're all based on fungus now, but this one puts me in mind of uh, a thing I saw a while back where uh, they mic'd up a tree with uh, contact mics, and they recorded all the sounds that are happening within the tree, insects and things growing, and you know funguses and everything, and it was cracking and little buzzing sounds, and it and it's kind of uh, got got that vibe to it. This track, I think, as well. Gives me that that idea. Quite inspired actually to have a go at doing that. Get some contact mics on a tree. This, this is a great album. This it's from the album Spongos of, of the Sweet Rot.
Yeah, very nice. It's really nice. That I, I do like his his stuff. Uh, a modular guy and uh, a lovely brassy sounds on that as well. Mm. He's mm. got a new album out just on on Din, and he's um he's playing a live lot. I've noticed. Mm. So um yeah. Maybe we can get him down to. Yeah, he's done wrestle. a few, few. I saw that online. He's done a few concerts and things, some new mm. live stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Would be nice. Well, I've got um, yeah, Tony, Tony Rolando, is the uh, person behind Make Noise. They make all the sort of brilliant. I love, yeah. Well, yeah, I've got the O Coast and everything. I love the Make Noise stuff. Conceptually sort of um, inspired Eurovac, isn't it? Like, yeah, from from yeah. music concrete to uh, to east east coast, coast everything really, and it all, that's what I like. It rolls everything in, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, really inspired stuff. Yeah, but yeah, he's been making an album over the last while, and this it was released recently called "Breaking Is a Memory." He, he's got he's actually got a, a classic synth collection as well, like including the CS80, so he's mm. Jupiter Eight, which is you can hear on the album, yeah, as well as his own sort of uh, Eurorack modules. Um, yeah, it's a really good album. There's, there's definitely an emotional element to it, uh, which is, sets it apart from lots of I've heard. Yeah. And this is uh, the title track, Breaking is a Memory.
Yeah, well, that's really uh, nice, though. Sort of multiple um, sort of rhythms in there as well. Yeah. Really nice. A lot of polyrhythms and cross rhythms. And, all, and all, the whole album is sort of, it sort of switches around really well. Mm. I was listening to an interview with him, and he says he's, a lot, most of it is all it's from jams, from uh, improvisations, and then sort of edited and, add, and a few bits added afterwards. But yeah, there's some really good stuff. Really. I really like really that. I'd love to uh, listen to the whole album, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. Play some more next week. Yes, definitely. So our last piece of the evening. Yeah, a bit of my uh, early inspirations here as well. I've always, always liked Pink Floyd, but I did like their early stuff, and I was first sort of one of my inspirations into electronic music, funny enough, was listening to... Uh, Pink Floyd, and this was my first studio album I bought. The first album I got of theirs was a live album, Amagama, and this was the uh, first studio album. And um, it's set the controls of the heart of the suns when when they were uh, still had Sid Barrett with them as well, which I think contributed more to the experimental side. He was quite a innovative guy. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, this one. Um, Uses uses conventional instruments. He uses uh, drums, guitars, and and a, a lovely Farfisa organ, which is quite got, got quite its own sound. The Farfisa, I think. Mm. Um, and use they, but they did use a lot of tape uh, effects on it as well. You put in through tapes and things like that. So this yeah. this has got that sort of sound to it. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, from. Uh, um, a source full of secrets from 1968, uh, year I left school. Actually, that's probably why when I got it. And um, yeah, set the controls for the heart of the sun from Pink Floyd. Far out, far out, man. <laughs>
a well, I mean, I'd say field recordings, but it must be. I think the BBC, library, yeah, um, probably were at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but it's a nod to it, isn't it? In a yeah, way, that oh yeah. Sort of yeah. idea of actually incorporating um, sort of found sounds and things like that into things. And yeah, the way that um, the far fees are is used, it probably put that through a wire wire pedal or something. But it's, yeah, it's definitely sounds like it was it? filtered, didn't it? Mm. And it's got uh, that reverse effect and things like that with a long, long attack and that. It's a really nice sound. It's very... Yeah, excellent. Uh, you know, in ahead of its time, I think, that track. Well, yeah, using the te- those techniques, yeah. definitely, yeah. Yeah. Got to um, confess something to you. I just okay. remembered something that I made the version of CM Lee play when I was... Really? Uh, uh, younger. Uh, <laughs> ah! <laughs> using yeah. a Juno 6 and a CR8000 Roland drum machine. Oh, great. I have to find a copy We've of that. We've got it recorded, yeah. Get it rec- I'd like to hear that. So, thanks again for listening tonight. Yes, yes. We're back next month and we're back on June the 10th at our uh, meet-up. Yes. We'll actually come along. Yes, so, yeah, anybody can get to it, you know. It'd be great to see see people there that um, perform or just to listen. We'll make some more recordings for the next show. Absolutely. We can't make it long. And until then... Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>